Hey, everybody. I'm excited to welcome you back to the Future Is podcast. As you know by now, I'm your host, Joe Tobis, and I lead global marketing at Honeywell. This is a special episode because we're launching our third season of The Future Is, where we explore the future of your life and business. Now, in the first two seasons, we deep-dived into technology from how you breathe on Mars and how technology will help fight the COVID pandemic. And I can't wait for this season to see what we have in store. To get started, we're actually going to begin with a few episodes that feature conversations that our business leaders had just recently with our key customers. I think they're going to shed light into what industries look like now and how they're preparing for the future. These fireside chats were a part of our inaugural Honeywell Tech Forum, and I'm excited to let you listen here as well. So... To start with, our CEO and president of Honeywell Aerospace, Mike Madsen, is joined by the COO of United Airlines, John Reutman, to talk about the future of air travel. I think you're going to enjoy it, so let's take a listen. So, John, let me start with you. Um, no secret, of course, that the uh, the pandemic um, has had a significant impact on, uh, on the airline industry. How's United focusing on helping customers and your flight crew feel confident about getting back to flying and and overall the in-flight experience? Thanks for that question, Joe. And I want to thank Honeywell for the invitation today. It's great to be here uh, with one of our our long-standing partners. So thank you. Um, Good question. Uh, You know, I could tell you that there's lots I could talk about, uh, but what what I will choose to talk about is one of our, you know, cornerstone um, initiatives, uh, that's super important during the pandemic, and that's our Clean Plus program. Uh, and what that is, it's, a, it's actually a unique partnership, uh, first of its kind, by the way, uh, in, in airlines. Uh, the partnerships with the Cleveland Clinic and Clorox. Um, and, you know, what we've done with that great partnership is really looked at all of our processes and procedures, literally from pre-departure when the customer is literally in their living room engaging on our app or on our website um, and taking it all the way through the journey, through the airport, uh, through the onboard experience, and even post-departure, uh, post-arrival. And we really have reinvented all of our processes and procedures with the, um, you know, with the lens or the, the, the idea to ensure that we have really robust uh, safety as it, as it pertains to COVID. And our Clean Plus, um, you know, program, uh, it actually, the program actually created some real firsts in the industry. We're the first airline to mandate masks on board and, and to mandate masks uh, for both customers and our employees in our terminals. Um, I can give you a number of examples of where we were first, but it's also an, an always evolving body of work. As a matter of fact, I'll give you, you know, I'll mention that very recently. Uh, we were pleased to be the first airline to announce, the first domestic airline to announce pre-departure um, COVID testing, which is a beta test that we're doing from San Francisco to Hawaii. Um, so real proud of, proud of our Clean Plus program and uh, really look at it as uh, something that we're going to be always gearing into as the technology um, keeps uh, transforming and providing opportunities to do even better. 
So I'm, I'm actually going to ask Mike a question here. Mike, um, obviously, John talked a lot about how United is, is, is helping customers get back. Um, you've been uh, a part of not only helping United, but a lot of the airlines as they're getting back to um, uh, getting their customers back. What are some of the key trends you're seeing and, and what's, what's Honeywell looking to do to, to help uh, do that same uh, of getting our customers back um, flying again? Well, yeah, you said it, Joe. First and foremost, it's a health crisis. So what our customers are seeing, what we're seeing is that passengers need to feel safe and they need to feel comfortable getting back on an airplane. And it's a door-to-door experience, right? From the time they arrive at the, at the airport till the time they arrive at their destination. So when you think about the aircraft side, uh, trying to bring hygiene solutions like our UVC um, uh, system that we've introduced Um, making certain that the airlines have masks for their crew and for the passengers uh, and and the airport authorities as well, because you need them in the, in the airport now. Um, And also even, even really working with airports, looking at the airports and the buildings management systems, how do we help them implement thermal scanning? How do we help them implement uh, solutions for air quality monitoring and improvement and management uh, and then, of course, letting everyone know, uh, the traveling public, the airlines, everyone know what we're doing there to try to build confidence, right? People need to feel comfortable that it's, that it's safe and it's a good environment. The air on the aircraft is actually quite clean. Uh, it's HEPA filtered. Uh, it's turned over fairly frequently. Um, but we're also trying to work, of course, with the airlines on these in-between flight cleaning solutions and, and of course, to do so uh, economically and quickly um, so, that, so that the airlines don't, uh, don't take additional costs waiting for that to get done. Yeah. So, John, I know that uh, United uh, has, uh, um, is under new leadership, a lot, of, a, lot of, um, a, a lot of things going on right now. Just curious, uh, it, it, when you're thinking about the key priorities, obviously it's about getting, um, getting people comfortable with flying again. What are, what are some of the areas that you're thinking about, not only in the next couple of months, but in the next couple of years uh, when it comes to uh, priorities and innovation? You know, our pointed strategy is to endure the crisis, which uh, isn't an easy thing to do. It's not like uh, there's a playbook for this, uh, as we all know. Um, but our, our, our uh, you know, we're, we're really aligned to work very hard, uh, to, you know, relative to a strategy that allows us to endure the crisis, but also um, not to be the weak carrier, uh, you know, uh, when, when, when at the right, you know, at the time when the crisis is, uh, has resolved, uh, but to be in a position to rebuild the airline, like the, the way we want to rebuild the airline. Um, and, uh, you know, so th- th- that's really what we're trying to do. And we're trying to make sure that that pathway, um, you know, takes into account the interests of our employees. I'm sitting here talking to you today where you know we have a real tough juncture right now we have uh, almost 13,000 employees that are going to be um, furloughed tomorrow uh, absent some sort sort of uh, um, government you know cares act extension um, but all, all along that journey you know we're, we'll we'll be asking ourselves the, the question of you know relative to caring for our employees and taking care of the interests of our of our employees uh, as we maneuver through this journey um, you know that's that's the long and short of it yeah no, it makes sense. So, Mike, um, you know, as as we go through this um, this this crisis that's happening in the industry, um, 
you know, uh, a, a lot of issues that come with it. But there's, from a business perspective, there's some interesting innovation that also comes from from crisis. Um, can you talk a little bit about uh, how how we've kind of turned any innovation that maybe has come from uh, this crisis uh, that that has uh, contributed to, uh, um, uh, to to some of the technologies we're putting out recently? Well, yeah, I mentioned earlier, you know, the the UVC solutions and some of the uh, the air quality monitoring in the aircraft and and in the buildings. But even beyond that, what we're really trying to do is work with our partners and, and just listen. Listen to what their challenges are, because what we're finding is they're different than they were six months ago. Uh, some of them are, are similar, but just more extreme, but there's also new challenges. How to track assets, how to get uh, how to get parts back into the fleet as quickly as possible so that the airlines can operate with fewer spare parts. Um, how to help them solve problems even in their operational areas. You know, we run factories, right? So we, we work on helping to make our factory employees more efficient. We've also been talking to the airlines about how to do that within their operations in their factories. Historically, a lot of our customers view us as a supplier of, of airplane parts, right? And services. But we also do um, connected factory, connected worker, um, productivity solutions. And so we've been talking to our airline partners about how do we bring to bear some of those solutions to help them save money during what this, you know, this current situation is, is really, really challenging from a cost standpoint. So any place we can help our customers save money is an opportunity for innovation. So there's been a lot of that going on, uh, trying to leverage some of these products from across Honeywell and these services from across Honeywell uh, to help our to help our airline customers. And John, I've read a lot about um, how United is really focusing on um, on innovation by by talking to the customer and making sure that you understand the needs of the customer. Um, if you're thinking about uh, innovation, even in the short term, obviously safety and, and health is a critical piece. But what are some of the ways, and what are you hearing from customers as you're as you're reaching out and asking those questions? It, uh, Joe, what I'll tell you first of all is, over the last number of years, we've worked really hard to create better um, connections with our customers and our employees, for that matter. Channels of communication, um, channels, you know, means for data, um, and 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 really not not just having those uh, all those channels for feedback, but um, having the you know a quick and proper way to process it, um, you know, to construct good solutions uh, to, to meet the needs of customers and employees. And we've been doing a real good job of that. You know, um, you know, it also takes um, sometimes, um, you know, some courageous, courageous decision-making. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example if I can. Um, you know, I think, you know, you, you all probably travel, Mike, I'm sure you travel a lot. And at times you may be late for a connecting flight, one of our hubs and, and, and maybe too late uh, only to get to the gate a few minutes late and the plane's closed. It's buttoned up. Um, you know, we listened very carefully to our customers um, relative to their frustration around that dynamic. And all the gate agents trying to do is, you know, is to um, adhere to the on-time needs uh, without a lot of uh, vision, if you will, um, relative to if they were to hold a flight, what the ramifications could or might not be down line. And what we've done is build an algorithm to make it really easy for our customer service reps uh, to know exactly how long they can hold a flight for connecting customers. 
Um, and, uh, and that's, it's, it's working great. Uh, you know, we're saving lots of uh, connections for customers, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of them over the uh, almost two years we've been doing this. Uh, but I could tell you it was a really courageous decision. I meant that we, I mentioned that, you know, we, oftentimes you got to be courageous because of the fact that, um, you know, we're sacrificing uh, on-time departures. You know, there's a scheduled departure for a flight. It's, you know, there's um, DOT oversight around that. And, uh, and, uh, and oftentimes comparisons in the media relative to the, the carrier that's more on time than another carrier. And here we are making a decision by putting the customer at the center of, of what we're doing in this instance, uh, what's best for the customer um, using technology and automation, uh, but then therefore to sacrifice, uh, you know, a, a metric that's really important in the industry uh, a bit. And that's a courageous decision to make. And that, that's how we're looking at everything uh, is really to make sure that we're listening carefully and putting the customer at the center of everything we're doing and, and, and also uh, creating a better work experience for our employees. On behalf of this customer, thank you. Um, for, I, I've, I've missed several uh, of connecting flights over the years. I appreciate uh, you thinking that through. I want to thank Mike and John for joining me here for this fireside chat. For those of you who'd like to extend your knowledge base and get more insights from these leaders, uh, we are going to be posting uh, additional interview content that you can access on demand. So you can view that extended content in the portal lobby beginning tomorrow. So John, Mike, thanks. And Honeywell, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you for listening to this episode of season three of The Future Is. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review where you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to go behind the scenes of future technologies.